0: Okay, good morning, everybody. We are on Daaf Yurches Ahmed Aleph, one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom. To remind us where you we were quickly, um, basically, um, we had uh, just argued um, that there was a, a basically, a, uh, uh, we were trying to attack Yehuda who holds it Zika, right? We tried to attack him. By quoting a Mishnah We said no Which seems to imply Ein Zika We said oh That Mishnah Which is Ein Zika That's not, that's not a problem It's not a of because That's specifically The Shita of Rebbe Meir And we said really? That's the she's of Rebbe Meir Rebbe Meir doesn't hold Yeh Zika Rebbe Meir holds um, Sorry Ein Zika uh, Rebbe Meir seems to hold Yeh Zika Right because of the, Because of the case Of the two brothers the, 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 the four brothers Two of them married the Two sisters etc And 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 uh, and basically the case ends up with those two sisters having two separate brothers they could do Yibam with. And the Gemara said, right, Mishnah says that they can't. They can't do Yibam in such a case. Um, and, it's, and it seems like the reason it's because of Gemara answered, No, it's not really that because of Sika, but really it's because they don't want to do anything, right? right? That you don't want to have a situation where one of them is going to marry one sister and that would automatically... Uh, and then maybe the, and maybe the other brother's going to die. And then what ends up happening is the fact that you married that one sister, nullify the ability for Yibamu Khalidzah of the other. You can't, you can't be, do something, you know, be a dying You can't do something on purpose, which is going to nullify someone else's ability to do Yibamu Khalidzah. Seymar so says, what are you talking about? Uh, we actually have an opinion known, which is Rabbi Gomliyel, who holds Ein Zika and says, I don't care if you're to mitzvah yibum.' Right? It, does, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, um, that he holds Ain Zika, and he says you're allowed to do things that will actually nullify someone's ability to Yibum. And the example was the case of the uh, Gadola and Katana, the two sisters who are married to, 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 to two brothers, and the, the wife of the Godola passes away, and she needs to Yibum with the husband of the Katana. And we actually, and Rigumilah says, you know what, you can say, let the Katana stay married to her original husband. But then when she gets older, and she's like a gedola, she'll now have a full-fledged marriage with this man, and that automatically is going to mean what's going to happen. Her sister now, her zika will get nullified. So you see, if doesn't care, he holds ain zika, and he holds that, uh, you, sorry, he holds zika, but he also holds that you're able to fine. So, but, the Gemara, but the Gemara now has a problem with that. Um... One second, sorry. Sorry, yeah, holding ein zika, and also holding that you're you're allowed to be out to Mr. Jonathan. Sorry, thanks Jonathan. Okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, fine. So the Gemara says, but wait a second. What is what the comparison? This was Jonathan's question. The Gemara asks right now. I'm um, the Gamliel, Like, what? The fact that Rebbe holds, you can hold ein zika, and you're allowed to do something to this to. Nullify a mitzvahibam Doesn't mean that Rabbi mayor agrees That's what Rabbi Gamaliel's opinion So what does that even mean? Oh, what do you mean? Rabbi Gamaliel allows it We're not talking about Rabbi Gamaliel we're, we're talking about Rabbi Meir So the Gemara says no Rabbi Meir chayish afil Rabbi Meir, right? He says that um, He's concerned um, You know, He's um Mitzvah Yavam, and he even says you can't even allow one person to do one of the brothers to Yibum because maybe the other brother is going to die, and then it's going to turn out that his action was mevat of the other person's Yavam. So your mayor's is like concerned with even a suffix here, right? From um, Gamliel, Afil Lavadi right? And from Gamliel though, isn't even concerned even about the case where you actually do it yourself. You actually do it yourself. So the point is, it's like almost like a, and that's not a Home, but it's almost like. If Rebeng allows even such a case, right? So presumably Rebeng would agree also. So the Gemara says, no. No, the Gemara says, not necessarily. You can't necessarily compare Rebeng and Rebeng at all. Because it could be that someone who doesn't care, right? So even in this situation, for sure you do it, they don't care. right? That's Rebeng Ambaliyah. says, I don't care at all. Uh umana khaysh, and the case where R Remeir R- is worried about this the you know the far-fetched suffolk, maybe the guy's gonna die, and then maybe it's gonna be about the so that's a the fake a So then fine and he's worried even for, for a suffolk, Meaning they're not necessarily similar at all, they can be very different, and therefore the Gemara is rejecting the case. Fine. Um, so the, the bottom line is that that, that 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 overall, the overall attack on Bihuda from Meir is still is 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 rejected and not going to be valid. Fine. Um, so the Gemara continues. Okay, so Rev Yehuda had two two, uh, two Rebbeim. Who were his Rebbeim? His Rebbeim were Rav and Shmuel. Right? Rav and Shmuel argue all the time. Throughout the Gemara you'll find between Rav and Shmuel. So until now we said that we just quoted Rav Yehuda on his own. Um, uh, his opinion of Zika. So like Amara says, just so you know, this opinion of Rebbe Yehuda really comes from his Rebbe Rav. Oh, sorry, it comes from his Rebbe Shemuel. Okay, how do I know that's As the Mishnah says, turn the page. If you have the following scenario, right? A woman who is waiting in wait to have Yibam or Chalitza done. And what happens? The, the man who's supposed to do Yibam on her, instead of doing yivam or Chalitza, what does he do? He marries her sister. Okay, that's a big problem, right? Because now that he's married her sister, what does that mean? Now he's forbidden to do yibum with her. But again, he did it after she was already start. She was already his yavama, right? His brother had died. The the wife falls to him in yibum. Instead of doing yibum or chalitza, he first goes ahead and marries the Yavama's sister, which makes her forbidden to him. Okay, it's a good like you know like a chap if you're like a, a, a lameddisha guy and you want to like pull lameddisha moves. Uh, it's not a good idea to uh, so be like, oh, I know the din. If I would marry the sister, now I don't have to do yibam. Like, you can't, you can't figure out the yibam shalom, right? But someone does such a thing. Fine, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll be malam He didn't know. He didn't know, and he went ahead and he married the sister. Okay, so now he's messed things up, right? So what do we do in such a case? So Mishum veYehuda ben Maseira Omer veYehuda said, what do you do? So we say to him, wait a second. Because in this case, there are two brothers available, okay? The scenario here is, Rufin died, there's Shimon and Levi. Uh, Everyone was alive at the same time. I'm going to keep it simple, okay? But what happened? Shimon was waiting to do Yibam with Sarah, this, this Yavama. but Levi also, is also here. So, but Shimon goes ahead while he's waiting and marries Sarah's sister. So what do we say? We say to Shimon, wait a second. Don't, don't go ahead. You did a you already? Don't think he's suing. Don't finish up getting married to Sarah's sister until what? Until Levi first goes ahead and does yibum with her. Okay, let that happen first. So, what does this teach me? Look at Rashi. So Rashi says third line in Rashi: Right. What do you want to see happen? Why do we tell him to go ahead first and let the brother do yibum, and then only afterwards should you marry her sister? Meaning, who cares? You're allowed to marry the sister. This, like we said, the sister is, uh, you know, the, the sister of the Yavama, maybe by marrying her, it's going to put you out of the running for the Yavama, but she, she can do the, even with somebody with the other brother. So leave me alone. The answer is, if, but if Yehzika, right? If, if, uh, the, if Sarah's connection to Shimon is like a real marriage connection, then Shimon is forbidden from marrying Sarah's sister, right? That's what Yehzika is all about. So you see here, why do we tell her... Wait a second, don't, don't get married yet. First, let Levi do Yibum with Sarah. Take her out of your way, and now you can marry this sister? For exactly this reason, because he holds Yesh Zika. And Shmuel says, Halacha, kira, So what do you see? You see Shmuel holds Yesh Zika. So when Rev Yehuda said, Yo, he passes Yesh Zika, it must be because he's holding like his Rebbe, Shmuel, who holds Yesh Zika also. Okay. So Gemara says, Well, wait a second. Amale, you wanted to say it's like, we're like that, that this opinion of Rehuda is like his Rebbe Shmuel, not like his Rebbe Rav. Why do you want to say that? Because what's your concern? What are you going to say? You're going to say, Kashi the Rav by the Rav. You're going to say that Rav is contradicting himself. Why is Rav contradicting himself? Look at Rashi. The The original case, the Machlokas between we quoted two people, or their original conversation was the case of Shemeres Yabam Shemesa, whether you can marry her sister, her mother or not. Right, that that woman waiting for Yabam can her mother get married to the to the to the to the to the So the Machlokas was between Yehuda and and between Yehuda, right? So. Again, Revudah Rav is quoting Rebbe, Rebbe Huda's Rebbe Rav, and now we're saying Rebbe is Huda, holding like Shmuel, which makes sense. So says, So which was the opposite? That, because the first case is telling me Ein Zika, and Rebbe is saying Yesh Zika. So the Gemara says, Well, I know why you want to say that Rebbe is following Shmuel. Because if you don't say Rebbe is following Shmuel, what are you going to tell me? These are two Talmudim of Rav, right, saying opposite things. one saying Yesh Zika, one saying Ein Zika. So I said, I, I know where you're going here. You don't want to say it's like Rav, because you're nervous, or it's going to say Kasha the Rav or the Rav, right? It's, it's, a, it's, it's Rav contradicting himself. But that's not a problem right now, because we haven't an answered that all the time. Sometimes you have two Amarayim who, are, uh, who both have the same Rebbe, and they quote different answers. And sometimes you know, they are both heard something different. And you have, a what did the Rebbe really say? That's possible. Um, so why don't you just say that? So you answer the Gemara. You're right. You could have said that, but Kaven did. remember, made the Shmuel beheadia. Umish made Rav Kamarai. Lo shafkina. Umish Shmua the Shmuel beheadia. Umokmin and Kamarai. V'aliy bederav. And if you have, but I have the ability to say Shmuel said something be befeish. I know what Shmuel said. Shmuel said halacha <laughs> of Yehuda and Zera. Shmuel pasken Yesh Zika. So then you can say, well maybe, Rav Yehuda was also holding like Rav, and really it's my right. So you could say either one. But if I have a choice. I'd rather say, he's like Shemua, who says it with Feirish, he said exactly what he means, than to say, well, maybe it's also Rav, and maybe it's Malchuk as Rav. I'd rather go with the opinion that is said set, set outright, that's the, opinion, that's the approach we'd rather take. If I had the chance for a, a vadai, you know, a, cert, a certain approach, so I'd rather do that than the suffix, that maybe, maybe it's the opinion of Rav. Fine. So, Amr of Kahana, Amrisa Lashmaitza Kameh de Rav. To about Zvi, Zvi he said, I said this, this whole idea in front of Zvira from Narda. And he said, Amar, asun, hachi nisula, anya, anan he said, You said it like this, but I'll tell you the, the, the answer to this whole question, much more straightforward. What's that? Shmuel, Okay, this is a this is now we take the opinion of Yehuda that we said before. Shemeris Again, the woman's waiting to get married. And and she waiting to do yibum, and she dies. Right, what happens? So the, the uh, um Shmuel, Shmuel says, "What? Um, you can marry the sister, the, the mother. The, the yibum can still marry the mother. Why? Must be niold amar kasavar yeshzika. Right, must be old, yeshzika. But the point here is, that in this case, instead of just quoting Rebbe Huda, you're quoting Rebbe Huda amar Shmuel. Right, so it's clear in the quotation that this was a, the opinion, not just of." Rav Yehuda, maybe Rav, maybe Shmuel. It is explained directly and said specifically, quoting Shmuel specifically. Um, okay, Shmuel and this is Shmuel like his. You know, this is Shmuel the shitaasa. He's holding from his usual opinion. Why the Shmuel halachah Right, this is uh, Shmuel's opinion before that he passed in like Rebuda bin Maserah in our case above. Right, the, the case of Shemeres telling the guy, you know what? Wait, let Levi marry her, marry do the yavim before you go ahead and get married. Because again, Rav holds, Keshmo Holtz, Yesh Zika. Okay. So, the Gemara is going to go back and answer our same question from before. Why don't you just say Yesh Zika? Right, right at the Pasuk, in this case like that, and in that case like that, just say the halacha is Yesh Zika. Utzrichin, I need to say both cases. Why? Diash minyan Yesh Zika, if I just said Yesh Zika, hava minna hanimili v'chad, right? If I just said Yesh Zika, well, maybe that's when there's only one brother waiting. Right, but if there's two brothers waiting, maybe I'm not as machmir. There's already another brother there, so I don't really care. No, kamash Mulan, even in the case of two brothers. Viashmini halachim rudibim seira. And if I just said halachas rudibim seira, like that case of the two brothers, have amina hanimilim mechayim. I say it's only true once she's if if the, the Obama is actually alive. Vavda achar mitza said if she died already, then he can marry the, then he can marry the mother. Kamash melon. So that's what we have the other case of the case of marrying the, that he's allowed to even marry the mother. Um, um, or that he's sorry that he's forbidden from marrying the mother, right? Uh, why the zika Because zika on its own doesn't go away. The fact that she gets the fact that she uh, that the yavamah dies. Fine. so The bottom line is we come to the conclusion that we weren't able weren't able at any point to reject Rivihuda. In fact, we said Yehuda, uh, is sourced in his rebbe Shmuel. And we end up seeing Shmuel says it befeirish. So that, so again, we don't, we don't have a psak there necessarily necessarily. Uh, according to the Gemara, we still have machlokas, but uh, at least we know who says what and why they say. Okay, let's try to get. Let's go to our next mission. Next mission says as follows, and this is going to look familiar. Shnei achim, Umeis echad mehem. That you have two brothers, and one of them dies. hasheni as and what happens? Ruven uh, and Shimon, each are married, and Ruven dies. Okay. Ruven dies So Sarah His his wife Is now ready for Yibam with Shima And what happens Yibam hashen He has Shima goes ahead And marries Sarah And now they have A third brother born His name is Levi What do we call him Right Right This is the brother Who wasn't alive At the same time As as Ruven. Non-contemporaneous Brother As it says in the article Right Something like that So right So that's our case Which we now know We now become familiar With this case Okay And what happens Umais and now Shimon dies. So what happens? Sarah does not have to do Yibam at all with uh, with Levi because Levi is the only brother left, and he was not alive at the same time that Ruven was alive. The mishum Sarahsa, and also Shimon's other wife also doesn't have to marry doesn't does not have any no zikah yibum or or chalitza with Levi again because she is the Sarah. Of Sarah, who is forbidden to till they We've seen this before. Asaba what would have happened if before Shimon died, he had done mimer right with um, he had done Maimer with Sarah, the original wife, right? So he didn't actually do Yibum with her, but he had at least done Maimer with her. Umaze, and then he dies uh, before before uh, uh, finalizing the Yibum. Right, the the uh, first woman is still forbidden to. To, to, to Levi, anyways, because actually However, the second wife, the, the wife of Shimon, Shimon's original wife, so she can, isn't totally off the hook, because again, she's not really a tsara, not really a tsara, too sorry here. It was only Maimer that was done, so therefore we say, she does chalitza, but she's not allowed to do evil, just to be safe. Okay. Uh, Rub Shimon Omer, and Rub Shimon says as follows, and Rub Shimon we're going to see is not. Uh, commenting on the second part of the Mishnah here. He's commenting on the first part of the Mishnah, okay? Shimon says, what are you talking about? It's based on what Rashi explains. He's talking about our first case. What happens? The case was, again, two brothers, one of them dies. The second one, Shimon does Yibum with, 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 uh, does Yibum with, um, Sarah, the original wife, ruben's wife. Um, and then what happens, then Levi is born, and then Shimon does. Okay, in that case, says Rabbi Shimon that, that Levi can do Yibam with Sarah, he can do Yibam with, with Shimon's wife, Rivka, or do Khalidzah with either of them. It doesn't matter. How's that? And we're going to go Mars and explain more. But look at Rashi for one second. Rashi in the Mishnah on the left side it says Yabim right, if he does even with one, the other one doesn't have to do Yabim anymore. That's always true. In Yabim, we have two two wives waiting. Velah aasa b'maimer kai ela areisha our original case. Tegatani harishoni yotza. Why? The ka'am rishimin the kevan the keshen nolad kafar yabma. By the time Levi by the time Levi is born, what happens? This woman Sarah, forget that she was, that she was ever the brother the wife of Ruven. Who cares? Shimon by now has married her. So the fact that Shimon has done Yibam already and has married her, what happens? Was it, were Levi and Shimon alive at the same time? The answer is yes. So who cares that originally she was originally the wife of Reuben, that's the old news already, right? The fact that as long as Levi and Shimon are, mar- are alive at the same time, when Shimon died and then Shimon dies, Levi can do, absolutely do yibum. No question, that's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, okay? We're gonna get more into with Shimon as we move forward, but that's Rabbi Shimon's opinion. Fine says the Gemara is false. Amrab Owichia. Khalokai Shimon after Rishona. Right? Rashi got it from the Gemara. Rabbi Shimon was actually oh, sorry, more than that. Rabbi Shimon was arguing not just in our here Rishona doesn't mean just in our Mishnah in the Rasha, but he's actually arguing on our original Mishnah, the first Mishnah in the Perak. Okay? That Rishimon actually disagrees even in the original case. Okay? We talked about that Ribbishiman argues if he if Shimon already did Yibam Rabbi Shimon says, okay, so then I don't care that she was once married to Ruvain. When the time he was born, she was, Reu- she was Shimon's, Shimon's wife. Says Gemara, no. Rabbi Shimon even argues in a case where Shimon has not yet done Yibam. Okay? Ruvain was married to Sarah. He dies. Shimon is waiting to do Yibam with Sarah. And then Levi is born. Even in that case, says Rabbi Shimon, and then Shimon dies before he does anything, Levi can, Reu- can marry Sarah. So we're going to have to see why that is. So Gamar says, Mimai. How do you know that that's what Rabbi Shimon holds? I mean, how do you know that Rabbi Shimon is, allow, is, 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 is referring even to the, the very first Mishnah? Okay? So it says, Gamar, Mishnah Because you have an extra line here. Right? This entire extra, this entire extra Mishnah originally, Baba Laman Ketani La. Because basically Gamar says this, Who was the original Mishnah? The first Mishnah in our parent? Who is that written for? Again, the case where Ruvain dies, Shimon is waiting to do Yibam, hasn't done it yet, and Levi is born, now Levi can't marry Sarah. Whose opinion is that helpful for, okay? Take a look. Again, in our second case here, now our Mishnah here. In that case, what happened? According to the Rabbana, what happens? Ruvain dies. Saru is waiting for Yibam. Shimon does Yibam, right? And in the meantime, Levi was born. But after Ruvain had died, what's the halacha? Levi still can't do Yibam with, with, with Shimon, right? With with, uh, with Saru, correct? If if Shimon has already done Yibam, Shimon has already done Yibam, right? And and then Levi's born. So we so the, so Shimon argues, but that Rabbanim Paskin, that even in that case, even in that case, Levi can't do Yibam with with Sarah, right? because she was once If that's true, what would the Rabbanon hold in a case where Shimon hadn't yet done Yibum? For sure, Levi can't marry her. right? No question, right? because nothing's changed. Right? According to Shimon, the change is that she's married, she's married Shimon, created a new marriage, but the Rabbanon don't care about that. So if the Rabbanon didn't allow it when, she, when y- Shimon had already done Yibum, which is our Mishnah, why even teach me the original Mishnah? The first Mishnah, right? That doesn't teach me any Kiddush at all. Unless the purpose of teaching that Mishnah is for what? To teach me that even Reb Shimon, that even Reb Shimon would be, would be makal in the first case. Right? The purpose of teaching that first case is no Kiddush for the Rabbanon. It's a Kiddush for Rabbi Shimon. They said that he would be makal and allow the mayor, allow him to do Yibam, even in the case where Shimon hadn't yet done Yibam at all. So look at, look at the Gemara now. Elam, the Rabbanon, hasheh Yibam, no nolad, Right in the case where Shimon does Yibom and then and then Levi is born, that when, meaning when when Levi gets into, into contact with Sarah it's already Behetera because he had been alive at the same time as her husband Shimon, and nevertheless Asirabanan. In the case where she was born, where Levi is born. And then Shimon does, does Yibam. I need you to tell me such a halacha that in that case he can't do Yibam with Sarah. We know that already. That's going to be obvious. So at the Rebbe Shimon, the whole purpose of teaching me that our very first Mishnah in our, in our, in our parak was for the purpose of Rebbe Shimon. The Gemara does all the time. Sometimes he teaches me a case to show me the power, just how lean he'll be. Someone would go to, say, see how, just how stringent some will be. And someone that you're bringing cases to show how strongly lenient some will be. So the purpose of the first Mishnah is to show you that Rabbi Shimon would be so so uh, mekel that he would even allow Levi to do yibam with Sarah in a case where Shimon hadn't done anything yet before he did. Okay? Ubedinu. Um, and it also makes sense. The niflog Rabbi Shimon Beresha. And the truth is, really, what should we have written in the Mishnah? We should have said, Rabbi Shimon Omer, right? We didn't, we didn't write it, right? The, the, the question you're going to ask is, that's great. You want to tell me that Rabbi Shimon is like waiting to pounce on even the original case. And that's when the Mishnah teaches me the original case. But in the original Mishnah, doesn't quote Rabbi Shimon. Why not? So the answer is, you should have said it. They should have quoted Rabbi Shimon. However, so we, we allowed the rabbanan just finish the case, right? We, we have these Mishnahias. Split up, right? First Mishnah, second Mishnah, third Mishnah. It's not necessarily so clear that they were split up that way, right? So the Mishnah, you know, starts with one case, moves to a second case, and then quotes Rabbi Shimon, who argues with the whole thing, basically. So it's not really that Rabbi Shimon was left out of the first Mishnah. They just waited to finish the cases, and then they quote Rabbi Shimon. Okay. But if this is all true, we're left with the problem, says the Gemara. Ella the Rabbi Shimon is The the so, if this is all fine, you want to see this print of Rabbi Shimon? fine. But if that's true, th- this whole, this Mishnah has been our definition of non contemporaneous brother, right? That's been the whole case, right? Has been that Ruvain dies and, and he has a wife, and now Shimon goes ahead, either does Yibam or doesn't do Yibam yet, but then Levi's born. That's been our case of Ashes Achel Shalaya Balomo. So, by according to Rabbi Shimon, both of these cases are permissible. But we know that Hebrew Shimon has to agree that there is such a scenario called a non-contemporaneous brother, brother that wasn't alive at the same time as the other brother, who can't do Yibum. So what case is that? So answers the Gemara, two possibilities. Bechad Acha Umeis, V'noa Loach. One possibility is there's only one brother, meaning only one child. There's a son, one person, right? There is Reuven. Reuven is alive, Reuven is married, and Reuven dies without, without a child. And then what happens? Reuven's mother gives birth to another child, Shimon. Right? Shimon and, Le- and Reuven were never alive at the same time, and there's no other brothers around. In that case, says Reuben Shimon, that's Ach Ahsholayelah B'olamo. In that case, Shimon can't do Yibam with her because they were, never, they were never alive at the same time. Inami, or another case, Betray, Velo Yobam, um, Velo Or, the case is still Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Ruvain dies, Levy isn't born yet, right? Ruvain's married, he dies, Shimon doesn't yet do Ibum, then Levi born, and Shimon never dies. Okay, in that case, Ruvain does Ebum, Levi can't do Ibum. Right? The only case where Shimon where Shimon allows Levi to Ebum is because he goes If if Shimon dies, now Levi's the only one left, that's when he's allowed to do That's that's the, that's the the, the, the two examples that Rabbi Shimon, even Rabbi Shimon would agree that Levi can't do Yibam. Either if there is only one brother, one, I mean one person, one child in the family, he dies, and then only after he dies, a new brother is born, because there were never two brothers alive together, or a case where there are three brothers, Reuben and Shimon. Reuben dies, then Levi is born, but Shimon stays alive. As long as Shimon is still alive, Levi is not allowed to marry Reuben's wife. We leave that up to Shimon. Fine. Okay, um, let's try to do like a couple more lines, and then we can then we we'll, we'll, we can be finished for this week at least. So it says the Gemara as follows: <laughs> nolad ki and my time. The Gemara says fine, and now now you've explained to me all the cases of Shimon but it doesn't make sense to me. Right, I understand the case where where um, where um, Shimon had done yibam already. On right, these our, our original case right? Ruven, Shimon, Levi. Shimon does Yibam, and then dies, so Levi can't do. Uh, you know uh, that. That's where she, I understand in that case. If he did Yibam, and then and then uh, Levi's born, I understand Rabbi Shimon being Mekel because again, because in that scenario, we um, um in that scenario, he again comes to comes to connect to Sarah in a permissible scenario. Right, his brother, he's alive the same time as his brother. As But in the scenario where um, he was born, and then only after, Levi's born, and then only afterwards, Shimon does yibam. Why is that, why, why in that scenario, um, is she permissible, is he permitted, according to Rav Shimon, to, uh, to marry her? So what does he hold? He holds the Zika, and this is Rav Shimon's bigger Kodesh. Not only is Yeh Zika, but when there's a Zika, it's like she's literally married to him. Meaning, what happened? Ruvain is married to Sarah. Ruvain dies. Shimon doesn't marry Sarah. But immediately, Shimon has a Zika to Sarah. Okay? Then, Levi is born. What you Shimon say, it's Ki'ilu, Shimon's already married to Sarah. Because Yeh Zika. A very strong version of Yeh Zika. If she's already married to, to, to Shimon, then what happens when Shimon dies, and again, Levi's been alive already, that's like Shimon's wife. She was Shimon's wife. So says Rabbi, says Rabbi Shimon, at that point, when, uh, when Shimon dies, Levi can marry her. She's not Eshis Ashley Ya'bolamo. she's Eshis Ach of his brother Shimon, right? His brother Shimon, who was Ke'ilu married because Yesh Zika. And that's how Rabbi Shimon comes to, uh, comes to this approach. And that's why he uh, allows them to get married in that situation. So uh, it's actually interesting to see that all, the, all of our scenarios coming together now, right? We have the H. Lebelomo combined with the conversation about Yehzika, that gets Ruby Shimon to his, you know, sort of astounding, astounding Shita that even in a situation where the brother passes, Ruben passes away, Shimon hasn't done anything. Nevertheless, now Levi, who comes into the picture new after Ruben passes away, after Shimon dies also, is allowed to marry, marry Sarah, boy, because it's Ke'ilu. Sarah had already done Yibun with Shimon because he holds Zika and Zika is like as if she was married. She was already married to Shemon, and that's why Levi could now do even in that situation. I think we'll we'll stop here. That's a net. We'll you know we'll we'll pick up from here uh, next week. And uh, wishing everybody akesi toba. Thank you, to you.